0: I mixed my first batch of glitter at home here right now. Um, and it was really stressing me out. I couldn't focus on anything else because the glitter was just, I wanted it to contain all the glitter and there was no way. So
1: honey, do you even know what, I know, have you not embraced it at this point in time that there is no, you know, the glitter. There is no control. After all these
0: years, i i've i've been i've been able to not bring it home, and all of a sudden, it's here. I get the itch. I want to mix, and so I'm thinking I'm just gonna mix a little bit right here. No, no. The second you take it out of the box, it's like poof, everywhere. everywhere. So
1: yeah, that's. Everywhere. I have a designated room for mixing. It's a hot ass mess back there. I keep it like swept up for the most part, but. I don't try to contain it by any means at all. Hmm. But if, that's what, the only place I mix glitter because otherwise it's everywhere.
0: See, I, back when I had the warehouse, I would go back in the back and I would mix. And before I would get in the car and everything, or before I would come home, I would do this like wild dance, this little tap dance and shake it, shake it, shake it, shake, it, shake it. Uh, And I would just bounce my, my hair and my, my boobs and my arms and my jiggles and, just get it all off. And I would literally give myself a, a spray down in the tub or the, the bin. What is it? The paint sink. Really? The paint sink. Are you that
1: neurotic about it? I don't know. I I just don't want it everywhere. A brush, a dust brush. Like it, like you would Mm -hmm. like a little hand sweeper that gets most of it off. Mm -hmm. But I go home with glitter every day it's everywhere but you
0: see i'm the type of person that doesn't like socks in the bed because i can't stand little
1: socks in the bed i get that mm-hmm. and i don't like people who wear shoes in the bathroom and then walk back out there's little things like that don't make yes. sense to a lot of people but i'm like nah fam you can take your shoes off at the bathroom door and you can put them back on, on your way out but we don't wear shoes in our house so really can mm-hmm. you wash your feet before you come back in my living room i'm kidding
0: Ooh, i'm a, a big, big feet washer bathroom. yeah, yeah. I wash my feet every day because I wear flip-flops, so I wash my feet every day before I get in bed. It's just, I thought, see, I thought I was the only one, and here you are, you do it too.
1: I have weird, weird neuroses, though. We, like, bizarre things that aren't logical in the long run, but to me, I'm like, no, you just need to do that thing because... It's common sense. My fucking mind.
0: And yeah. why aren't you doing it? Why isn't everybody doing this? Yeah. Everyone should be doing it. It's, it's like the debate with the washcloth. Some people are like, gross, don't use the washcloth in the shower. I'm a big washcloth believer.
1: <laughs> I have washcloths, but I have color coded. Mm-hmm. And for my kitchen. So there's only certain washcloths that are allowed in the bathroom. And mm-hmm. there there's cleaning washcloths for the bathroom and there's shower washcloths for the bathroom. And there's face and butt. <laughs> the last thing I want is for- face and butt towels. Not towels or washcloths. Washcloths, because I don't okay. want somebody wash with the same wash rag I use on my face. Like that's not cool. <laughs> that's you oh mess. yes. But in the kitchen, I have I have dish towels and then I have cleaning towels. Like please don't wipe up the counters with my dish towels and do not wipe my counters with my sponge. I will lose my ever loving mind. Like if you take my dish sponge, right. and wipe my counters. I'm probably going to cut you. So, yeah, little things that don't make sense because, like, you clean it anyways. But to me, I'm like, ugh, gross.
0: Yeah, that I'm kind of like that too. It's the white washcloths are for the bathroom area, and we sanitize and bleach every single because they're all white. And then I have my kitchen towels, which no one's allowed to touch or wash they're pretty. because I don't want them. Yeah, they're pretty, and I don't want them getting all mess up and um the sponge on the counter I use the the um spray and paper towel method that was old school though back with the sponge
1: yeah it is it is (laughs) because I always catch my mother doing it we are just she's amazing but I'm like please don't do that (laughs) please don't (laughs) <laughs> Do they just throw in the yeah, sink? but can I just hand you another towel can I just slip this in there can I just like slide yeah because she's amazing mm-hmm. she's, she's literally amazing but there's little things where I'm like oh man that grosses me out and now I'm gonna have to go behind her and like throw that sponge <laughs> in the garbage because it's done
0: <laughs> yep yep I know Scott's Scott does not touch the sponges he's a um brush guy because it has to have a handle so gotcha anyways yeah we are all over the place right now
1: that's okay it's okay. Yeah. It's
0: relatable. All right. Um, I wonder if anybody else out there has weird little, little quirks. I'm very picky about my, um, my toilet paper. I, I get really upset if they don't put it on the roll, or if they, um, I say they. My husband doesn't put it facing the outway to where it falls down, like it cascades down. Over the top. Yes. Over the top. Um, and I don't like Charmin. I hate Charmin toilet paper with a passion. Isn't it? I am a single ply person.
1: <laughs> it's, like lint-y. it's like It's very lint-y. linty. It's fluffy. And it's thick.
0: Yeah, yeah, I don't like that. It's like a cotton ball.
1: Yeah.
0: No, no. Yeah. I had this debate in my Facebook group where I just mentioned that I didn't like Charmin. Because I thought it was just, it was gross and weird. And people said I was crazy. They're like, no. Our, I get it. What does it say? It says, uh, our high knees clean. Is that the way the commercial goes? My high knees clean. Mm, something like our, that. Something like that? Okay. All right. We, <laughs> so we've talked about <laughs> sponges and toilet paper so far.
1: <laughs> all good. It's all good. I mean, I can talk for hours with these weird little things because
0: I'm weird as hell. But, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm but see, you're lucky that, um, well, you have one daughter, right? Two. Two daughters. You have two daughters. Do they steal your stuff? No. Do they come in your craft room and play with your shit? No. No?
1: Mm-mm.
0: See, I'm scared mine's going to do that.
1: Yeah. No, I, um, I have a reputation with my children for being aggressively mean. So, um, they avoid my personal space. Same. I really, I'm not as mean as they think I am, but I'm just going to let them think it because it you know, whatever. I'm not going to try to change your mind.
0: Yeah. I, I think my kids think the same thing of me as probably why, uh, when I walked in, my daughter was like, I hate your hat and you're ugly there. (laughs) I said it. Okay. I'm sorry. Don't hold How back. was your day at school? Yeah. Yeah. Don't
1: hold back.
0: Um, Who hurt you? All right. So, right? Who hurt you? <laughs> Who's, so I can go kick their ass.
1: Right. Because
0: you're mean. She's so mean. Um, today was the first day of school. My kids went back to school today. We got back from our vacation yesterday. Ooh. So it was a quick transition, a quick Flip of the switch from summer to all right business time. It's fall. It's time to get into the business side of shit. No more fun. Summer was fun. Summer was laid back. Summer was chill. It was reflection and growing and all of this. Let's um, let's let's take a breather. Let's relax. Let's just enjoy our summer. Now it's bam back to school. What are you gonna do? What do you? what are you going to do with your life now? That's like, Oh my God. I know (laughs) it's so it's too much. It's too much. I woke up this morning. I thought I had my shit together and then I wake up and I, Could not get out of bed. My kids had to drag me out of bed because they were so excited. It's the first day of school. It's the first day of school. Jackson was singing a a little, you know, Broadway song. It's the first day of school. And he was tap dancing. And Greer was running wild thinking that she was going to, I don't know, go to high school. Um, But we got through it. I went back to bed because I, I don't know, wanted to go back to bed because I hate Mondays. (laughs) <laughs> I wasn't feeling it.
1: Because you needed to.
0: Yeah. But then I woke up and I said, hey, that's it. That's it. Enough. Enough with the, with the bullshit. <laughs> Business starts today. When did your kids go back to school?
1: Uh, last Wednesday.
0: How has that transition been?
1: Uh, I'll tell you what. I think every school should do midweek, first day.
0: Interesting. That's what my mother-in-law was saying. Yeah. And she thought it was bullshit that we had to quickly run into the beginning of the week,
1: Mondays, Mondays are hard regardless, but Mondays are exceptionally hard on kids that have to be productive on a Monday in a classroom setting
0: mm-hmm. because they
1: they're coming off of a weekend where the rules get a little bit lax. They stay up a little later and they kind of get to laze around and you know, they don't really have a whole lot, but they have to get done. And then all of a sudden it's like, boom, here's Monday morning. It's time for you to be productive. And they don't have the same ability as us as adults to check themselves. So I think that that midweek, first day of school, Monday and Tuesday, you can start your day off with them as if they were going to school. Mm -hmm. A normal, you know, they're not sleeping in and they're up and start them on some reading and just kind of ease them into it. Like a Wednesday. Yeah. Come Wednesday, they went to school and they were like, shit, we got this. Like they had a great, and then they had a short week. Their first week back was a short week. Mm. So they, they, then they went into the weekend. So now this, this Monday, get everybody up and ready to go. And yeah, they're tired. Like they're exhausted. And it wasn't like that on Wednesday. So yeah,
0: I, I can see where that would be a benefit. It's, it's not such a, you start a Monday And you already have a summer slash weekend hangover, and you're going into this Monday. Mondays already have a bad rap, and then, Mm -hmm. oh my gosh, the chaos, and then you got to endure five days of it. Why don't we just practice Monday, Tuesday, and then Wednesday's the real deal. It's the drill. And then, ooh, a short week, that sucked a little bit. Here's what I got to do to adjust. And then Monday we get back in the routine.
1: Right. Then they have a full week the following week. And it it was nice because it's like, I mean, I have the ranges, like I have one in high school and I don't worry as much about him because at this point, like he's on his way to being an adult. Like if he stays up too late and he's tired in the morning, your fault, bro. But the little Mm. one is my responsibility. You know, I, I have to make sure that he gets in the bed at a decent time and that He's got nutritious. How old is Jagger? Nutrition. He's um. He is six. <laughs> <laughs> I know the answer to this one. age. Yeah, yeah. He's First six. grade. I don't, yeah, I almost said seven. I'm like, he's not seven yet. So he'll be seven in September.
0: Okay, I thought he was ten years old. The he's dude's tall.
1: Cooch. Yeah, he's big. He's bigger than everybody in his class. Like, I'm like, what is going on here? And he eats. The kid has a vegetable drawer. Okay. Like he, when he comes to snacks, he wants vegetables. So I literally, I take the little Ziploc Tupperwares, the little disposable Mm -hmm. Tupperwares, but I never throw them away. I just wash them and reuse them. But I have cut up carrots and celery and radishes and bell peppers and other things. I can't even remember at this point in time, but they're all in the drawer so he can just grab them out. And he does, he'll go right to his drawer and grab out a thing of peppers and sit at the table with his switch and eat bell peppers. So oh, that's
0: cool. I need a to get just eater. Either.
1: But he, I feel like he's never full. I feel mm-hmm. like he just wants to eat nonstop. So he, he's going to be big.
0: <laughs> well, hello, you're like six foot almost. I know, he's going to
1: be a linebacker.
0: Dan's a big guy. My goodness. He's going
1: to be the biggest one for sure.
0: Yeah. No, Jackson, um, went into the third grade and I was kind of scared because he's always, he's a very emotional kid. He, he doesn't like change. He doesn't like to approach new things. Uh, but he came out and he was, he thought that he had the greatest day, but he did tell me I got a little sad and I wanted to cry just a little bit when I realized that I wasn't going to go back to my old class. So, mm. but <laughs> he's a sweet little boy. Um, And then Greer, Greer is the uh, class bully, and she likes to yell at everybody, push everybody around, and then wonder why you're not being her friend when Uh, (laughs) it comes time to recess. (laughs)
1: Gotcha,
0: gotcha. So we're working on her. She's, um, you ask her how old she is, she says she's 14. Oh. When really she's four, but she says she's 14. So I think, there you go. That gives you a little bit of...
1: Yeah, it makes Where sense.
0: she's at with that. It makes Stassy sense.
1: Pants.
0: Yes, very sassy. But we did, what's that?
1: So I think that's why I have boys.
0: Yeah, you have boys. I you have got a lot of boys. boys.
1: Like, I mean, my girls are, they're in college. Like, they don't even live with us. They're somewhere else in college. Like, I have mm-hmm. boys. Boys. I wouldn't be able to do a girl yeah. like me. If I had a girl like me that was, like, crafty and odd and all over the place, like, I would lose my mind.
0: No, you wouldn't. We all say bro. that.
1: Yeah, that <laughs> I would lose. No, because her and Dan would team up against me. I know they would.
0: Mm, mm-hmm. yeah. Probably Greer and Scott team up against me sometimes. Yeah. And I know that if she, if Scott sides with Greer, it's going to be an uphill battle. So I've just, yeah. Mm-hmm. But <laughs> <sighs> We'll see where that goes. Hopefully, hopefully she'll, she'll grow out of it. But so this summer, um, what did you what did you complete? Did you complete anything this summer? Any looking back
1: uh, the only thing that I actually completed was opening the store
0: opening the store oh that yes, was that's a big front. thing. It was a huge yeah. Event.
1: That was where all my focus was so getting getting our storefront open did that mm-hmm. thing. otherwise it's like this revolving perpetual, endless projects that are just as soon as I finish one thing or I think it's done or I get to that like landmark of oh this is finished I Mm -hmm. think about something else I want to do to change it or I I move on to the next thing so there's never really like that you're all done yeah feeling for me I kind of run on like way up here
0: all Mm the time (laughs) so So as soon as the edge of something starts to come down you want to chase that high of a new what's next goal yeah yeah I I get that I get that um does that ever cause you like stress and drama like within yourself because you're like shit I should have fucking finished that already but (laughs) here it is taking up room in the way of my next project and I can't move on to this project because that project's still incomplete incomplete and yeah I'm like that too
1: Yeah. It, it causes me a lot of stress, but I know it's my own fault. Like I'm the one that's doing it to myself and Mm -hmm. what it comes from though. I know why I do that because I know how I get, if I get idle, Mm -hmm. if I let myself idle, I crash really Mm -hmm. hard and getting out of that crash is it's so difficult for me. It's so difficult. And it's and it's like a lot of crawling work. Crawling
0: out of quicksand. Yeah. It is.
1: It is. It's a lot of work. So I feel like if I just let myself run on that high rev for as long as I possibly can, then when I need to take a break, I can like take a break and be like, "Okay, I'm done right now. I don't want to do anything else because I did all these things and I'm done." They might not be finished, but I did all these things and they're done. So mm-hmm. I'm done with them.
0: I used to do that a lot, too, until Scott started stepping in because he saw that pattern in me where I would do something, and instead of enjoying the process of doing it, I was chasing the end goal, and if I got bored with it, I left it, and I did nothing with it. I would just leave it there and then move on to another one, so I had all these little piles of projects everywhere, and... Scott would just kind of stare at me and see me spin out and freak out and get stressed out because there was, it was a mess or there's no room or, and he, he would say, well, why don't you finish what you start Mm -hmm. first? Or if you want to scrap it, scrap it, but move it out of the way, clean it up, start with a fresh slate. And. I couldn't see past that. But once I started seeing that, it kind of made sense and I could be more productive. But I could see where chasing that high of something new, my creative juices are flowing. I can see where this is all piecing together in my mind. I just have to get it out physically and then it never comes to anything. That's the frustrating part.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. And it's... But I'm doing... I continue to do that because... Mm -hmm. I do have, I mean, you can see behind me, like all of these things, like yours is all cute and neat and tidy. Like mine (laughs) things and there's things and there's things and there's things and there's things I am. I did make myself a goal that I was going to finish my projects no matter what, if I start something, Mm I'm finishing it. If I decide that I wanna be a smart ass and I wanna add 20 more things into the mix while I'm finishing this project, then my bad. I still have to finish this project. So I'm not letting myself start anything that I'm not going to finish. Cause that was a bad habit of mine before. Is like, I would do something and I would get uninspired by it halfway through and I'd be like, meh, I don't wanna mess Mm -hmm. with that anymore right now because I'm not inspired by it anymore. I'm not excited. So I don't wanna mess with that because it doesn't excite me. I don't let myself do that anymore. I don't let myself off the hook anymore. Mm -hmm. So whether you're excited or inspired doesn't matter. You have to follow through because that's going to feel better to you than that little bit of excitement you got from it to begin with.
0: See, I always have, so I run off that same vibe too, but I always, I also have a little, like a little side, sidebar, um, that, kind of tells me when i lose my inspiration or if i lose my interest in something that i'm working on it starts to look like shit to me oh yeah or it starts to fail miserably because i'm no longer invested in it yep so i i'll be the first to say i i don't strip cups i'm not a stripper <laughs> but i also will just throw the shit away Because it brings me anxiety and it brings me um, just completely down. And it reminds me that was something that you you started and you didn't finish. What the fuck? You're a loser. You're this. And so I don't have time for that. So what I do is if it's not working for me, if I haven't touched it, I either give it away. I find another use for it. I redo it in something completely different. I don't push forward with it because I'm going to just fail myself in the end, or I throw it away. And I know that sucks. And I know that is probably the last thing somebody wants to hear. Oh, just throw it away. There's nothing wrong with throwing things away.
1: Throw that shit away. Yeah. Throw (laughs) it away. Because otherwise, you're just going to keep staring at it and resenting it. Mm hmm. I mean, and that goes for anything. Like every once in a while, I go through my house and I'm like, this same item has been sitting here for all this time. And every time I look at it, I'm like, I fucking hate you. Like, I fucking hate you. Like, what am I going to do with you? Where am I going to move you? Where do you belong? Where's your home? Where are your parents yeah. even? Who so it doesn't
0: take here? up physical space. It also takes up mental and emotional space and visual yeah. space that you just, you can't, You can't keep looking at So I'm a big advocate for if it's not working, get out, (laughs) you know, if it's not working, get out, be inspired to go somewhere else or branch off, you know, fork in the road. Yeah. That's that, that's been my, um, I've learned that this summer about me was if it's not working, you can, you can start again. There is no such thing as you are married to this. You are stuck with this. This is your decision. you, this is your bed. You have to lie in it and deal yep. with it. No, I've learned this summer. You can pick up again and you can start again. If you fall off, get back up. Start again. Do it again. If it fails, do it again. Um, and I think you can put that in just about every little thing that you um, that you want to accomplish with yourself. That that you that you see for yourself. Um, if you get so bogged down on. This didn't turn out the way I wanted it to turn out. And and you're stuck there. Instead of moving past it, trashing it, and moving on, I think that's that was a huge thing that I struggled with Mm -hmm. previously. And this summer was all about, okay, if it's not working, keep moving.
1: Exactly. And you don't want to be... Wasteful, You know what I mean? You don't want to take good things that could be useful to somebody at some point in time. Cause I tend to hoard, like I, I know I will stick things in a box. Cause I'm like, at some point in my life, I'm going to need this thing that I don't need right now. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, like when it comes time for that thing to come up because I know someone needed it and here it is, here's that time, my time to shine. They need this thing that I've held on to for five years. I cannot find it. Because mm-hmm. I tucked it away somewhere because I needed it out of my space. Get rid of it. Like, if you want to take it to Goodwill, take it to Goodwill. If you want to, like, set it in your front yard on a table for people that walk by to do that, too. Like, what, it doesn't matter how you do it. It doesn't have to be in the garbage. Like, you can farm those things out. But
0: And it feels so good. For some it. reason, it just feels so good to just release it. Just it to release. <laughs> yes, even the smallest things, like, Cheryl came... And I told Cheryl, Cheryl gets so mad at me when I throw things away. And I tell her, Cheryl, I can't. And she says, no, you cannot throw away. And I said, well, here you go, Cheryl. Take all of my glitter and my molds. And she's like, you're insane. You're insane. I said, you have to trust me. Just take it. And off she went with all my stuff. I said, but it's going to a good place. It's going to people who can use it. Mm-hmm. And she's she's. She's going to start a, a bitch barn, and she wants to have all these supplies for when people come over. She can teach them how to do things, how to, how to be creative and um, therapeutic by creativity, all these things like that. Mm-hmm. So I said, here, this is exactly what it's for. It's not going to the dumpster, but it's going to have a new life with you. So yes,
1: please take yes. it. And it
0: felt so good.
1: <laughs> yes. And it gave you the physical space back that it was taking up, mm-hmm. and it also gave you the mental space back because yes. it, it's a block when you have things that are in your way like that it's a block it prevents you from you know being able to accomplish the tasks that you need to accomplish to keep things running smoothly because you're like ah, this thing that i don't know what to do mm-hmm. right here in my way and i keep like generalizing you know this thing or whatever because it's never it's never just one specific thing it, it can literally be a mood it can be a pair of shoes it can be keys like it can be anything not just craft supplies or all of these things that we hold on to the fucking mail i mean how many right. people come in with their mail and set their mail on the edge of a counter never to be touched again i mean we I have could,
0: a it's yeah. called our our drop spot yes we, we drop it, it mean, and then we, we walk off.
1: but what, i don't do anything about- sure there wasn't anything that was like time sensitive and the stuff that right. wasn't time sensitive i just left it there like why am i not shredding this shit and just getting rid of it obviously i don't need it but it's me. see
0: with me and this is gonna sound awful but with with me and i i want to speak for scott too it's the kids artwork from school like what the fuck do we do with all of this how are we gonna keep it from now until the day they graduate and go to college, am I supposed to? I can't throw it away. I mean, what do I do? So I shed a tear or two and then I throw it away. But at the same time, you know what I mean? It's like, oh, how many scribbles do I need to keep? You know, before I'm considered a bad parent for throwing it away.
1: I, I struggle with the same exact thing. What I do is I pick and choose. Like, the stuff that's really cool to look at, the stuff that mm-hmm. he obviously invested a lot of time in, and you know, things that were, like, a big project or, like, that he really, really put his time into, I keep those. They go in a bin. All of the kids have a bin. And they're mm-hmm. in the garage. And what they like to do is... You know, when we all get together for the holidays, not that they're adults, we pull those bins down and they go through and we reminisce like at Christmas time or whatever. And we're like, oh, my gosh, do you remember this? And we talk about it and we it brings up old memories and old stories and it's fun. But that certainly doesn't go for every single thing that they ever make at school because you just can't. The teachers (laughs) for a reason.
0: Yes, no, I yeah, we have bins, too, and it goes from, you know, from from things from Mother's Day to Father's Day to to look I touched a fish today this is how it made me feel mm-hmm. or just just a um, cotton balls glued to a con- piece of construction paper and these are my clouds that I saw today you know we're keeping everything and now they're 3D so it's not flat anymore yep it's starting to take up and we have two kids so um, You would think that would be manageable. No, it's, it's, it's insane.
1: Well, um, I haven't done this, but I have it saved as a thing to do is taking clear pictures of all the projects and sending them into the, it's called chat books. Okay. So you, you send all your photos in and you get these cute little books made oh and you can get like one for for like kindergarten first grade or whatever however you want to do it but take pictures of all of their artwork and send pictures of it in and have a book made and then they can we can flip through the book and see all the artwork instead of keeping the actual artwork
0: that see that's a great idea that's a great idea for the ones that didn't take a whole bunch of time or that because we frame some stuff yeah. but the kind of like the jotting down the free draw and stuff like that that's a good idea
1: mm-hmm. see because What's it, it does have sentimental value you know you want to look back when your kids are grown and be like oh my gosh look what you did when you were three it was so cute but,
0: chat books
1: yeah
0: chat books chat books guys yeah go get them save your sanity in your space mm-hmm. <laughs> um so 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 you open the store yeah by the way guys we're just We're just talking today. We're gonna lay off the serious stuff. Um, this podcast, and we're just gonna chat and kind of reflect on summer and possibly forecast just a little bit about what's going on uh for the fall for us or what people should or should not be worried about this fall. (laughs) Here's all the new cuppers, all the new cuppers out there. Okay. Gotta plan our Halloween
1: costumes. Oh,
0: that's right. You're big on your Halloween costumes. Oh, I already have You mine. do. You already have yours? Mm-hmm. I'm a witch every year.
1: I have to I start sell. early because I always have like ridiculous ideas and I have to make sure I have all the things I need.
0: Okay. So I've seen your photo shoots mm-hmm. with the whole makeup and yeah. uh whole family gets involved. That's super cool. Super cool. But how how do you get everybody to participate? They love it. I can barely get my kids to participate.
1: They love it. They love it. And every year without fail, like my kids end up coming to me and being like, what can you turn me into for Halloween? Like, I mean, Caden's for years now, he's just come to me, come to me and been like, hey, I have this picture. Like, can I be this? And I'm like, let's pull out the face paints. Let's do it. And the, <laughs> the photo shoots are totally separate from our actual costumes.
0: Oh, really? Okay. We do a
1: themed photo shoot for Halloween, and that's not our costume. Like, that's just mm. the theme for the pictures. And I I really enjoy it. I like Halloween so much. So, like, my the equivalent of me for, like, a yearly family photo, a lot of people do it at Christmas and do Christmas pictures. I do Halloween. I like the spooky, like, kind of creepy. And they're not gory. Like, you've seen them. They're pretty.
0: Yeah. It's pretty, and it's fun, and it's magical and mystical and exactly. fantasy, and it it's, it's it's a short period of time where we get to just be creative and just live out the little fantasies and mis- mysticals that we like, that we read and we hear about. We actually get to participate in it, and it's not weird if you do it, you know, 365 out of the year. Halloween, it's a special time.
1: It, no. Oh, Yeah. It's, it's when I get to be my most creative. So like mm-hmm. I love that. I, I love didn't
0: that. know that about you. I knew you liked Halloween, but I didn't know you like really, really liked Halloween. That oh, I would you.
1: trade every other holiday on the calendar for Halloween. If I was asked, like, you have to pick one and you only get one, it's Halloween hands down. I would give up my birthday.
0: You'd give up your birthday? Wow.
1: Yeah, I'd give up my birthday. My birthday's in October, so that's saying a lot.
0: I know. that's <laughs> I hate you. But see, my birthday's in September, so I really like being a Virgo. I like being a Virgo and I like September because it kicks off fall. So I get to celebrate my birthday and then fall, 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 fall until I'm absolutely forced to celebrate Christmas. Yeah. But then I get a loophole with The Nightmare Before Christmas.
1: Yes. Well, Nightmare Before Christmas is a Christmas movie and people can try to say it's not, but it's a Christmas movie. Still, <laughs> it's a, it's what we watch at Christmas time.
0: Mm-hmm. I want to do a creepy Christmas box. <sighs>
1: I need
0: in on that. All right. Okay. We'll talk. Yeah, we'll talk. Definitely. Um, yes. So I moved out of my warehouse. It was a huge undertaking. Um, I went from a gigantic hot box of metal to a now more thought out, con- temperature controlled space where everything has its place and mixing and I'm really excited we were able to customize it this time and it's gonna be ready in November so that's what we have to look forward to um so yeah I'm just I I kind of use that as a benchmarker moving out of the warehouse and then whew, breathe plus I did all my magic mailers ahead of time I planned move out of the warehouse have all my shit planned ahead and then mental break mm-hmm but now it's Monday, back to school, and time time to get your shit together, Nicole. Thought, yeah. I'm sorry. I keep looking at those paper towels behind you. Looks and like it looks eyeballs. like two eyes. It yeah. looks like two eyes and some teeth yeah. jangling. <laughs> it looks oh, like cooking. Oh no! Monster. I should turn that
1: around. Those are naughty keychains. <laughs> those are naughty. Keychains. Oh, what are they? You want to see? Yeah. What does that say?
0: Oh, my goodness! That's a big one, <laughs> and it it has little joints in it. It wiggles. It it wiggles. Yeah. Oh my goodness.
1: There, better.
0: Okay, let me ask you because because you made a a pin. Okay.
1: Somebody me actually made those for me, and I turned them into keychains.
0: Okay. So, I guess. Well, let me ask your opinion then. What is it with the fascination of the wiener in our industry?
1: Oh, my God. Why do I see
0: them everywhere?
1: So that's hilarious because Dan said the same thing. Like, I don't get it. And it's just because they're the funny phallic item. Like, other body parts, like female body parts. I don't want to get too, like, distasteful with my verbiage here. But they just they're not funny like when Mm -hmm. you when you see anything that's made with female anatomy it's always to like express a point Mm
0: -hmm.
1: or to make a statement Mm -hmm. peens aren't like that peens are just funny so i mean that's all i got like they're just funny there hasn't been a single person that has seen that little peen keychain that hasn't busted up laughing because they're funny. And now if it, if it were a vagina that wiggled, they'd be like, ew. <laughs>
0: <laughs> just be oh real. my god, that's correct. That is absolutely, I would have to agree with that. No, I I just didn't understand and I, I talked to the girls about it and I, I seriously wanted to know, like, okay, I get it. Penises are weird and they're funny and but why, why are we walking around with them on our cups? And, but I guess because they're funny.
1: Yeah. And because it, it just, says a whole statement without
0: an agenda. My favorite one was eat a satchel of Richards.
1: Yes. That's a
0: funny one. That one was one of my favorite ones. Yes. So, okay. I I just wanted, yeah, you know, just, just had to ask, you know, I'm not scared to ask anything and I wanted
1: to. I mean, obviously, get the... I crafted them, so I'm like, "Oh, yes. I, don't, I was like, "What's I don't the have deal? Like the, like, is it a secret society?" Yeah, I okay. just, I don't have the good answer. Like, this is why. Like, you know, some like factual shit. It just, I just think they're funny, and I. They spark that same reaction from everyone else too. Everyone, anyone that sees something that's made with penises on it, or from, made from it, or in the shape of it then it they it it's funny like
0: i don't know if i could carry around a penis cup in front of my mother in law i don't know I don't know, that <laughs> I, would
1: carry I don't know that i would carry around a cup i i feel that but i'm not against it like i would own one mm-hmm. and but i, I have
0: one it. someone gifted me one someone made one for me and i didn't notice that there were there were a ton of them on there until i looked very closely that's hilarious and i was showing it off and i've caught myself in very these situations all the time where I'm holding a giant wiener and I don't know that I am and I'm showing it off and look, everybody look at my new beautiful cup and look at this delicious drink or look at this guys. Look look at my t-shirt. Isn't it awesome? And there's a huge, everybody else sees it except for me until Scott kind of is like, why, why do you like that? He's like, you realize there's a huge dick on there. I'm like, oh, my God. Well, I didn't, but now. Now I do. Yeah. Yeah. So, all right. Well, let me see. Um, So we talked about summer. What about fall? I feel this weird shift with fall. I feel like it's going to be great, but I always feel this. I feel this when the seasons change. Like, I just feel like something also needs to change like we need to be moving forward we need to be doing something we we have to be preparing for something
1: what is that do you feel it I feel it and I I agree I love summer which most people don't I love summer because I just don't like to be cold but fall I hate summer hits different fall like we were driving in the car the other day and there was a bunch of leaves blowing across the road and i mm-hmm. looked at dan and i'm like it's coming
0: it's and he's coming. like i know i always say I feel <laughs> that? you feel that yeah I feel that. and i like smell you smell there's that? Smell it's that? like yeah. the
1: air the air changes and the electricity that's in the air changes for mm-hmm. fall and that in itself is inspiring because you You fuel yourself off of the energy that's around you. So when you feel that physical shift in energy and you are absorbing it, then you feel like everything is possible again. It's refreshing, re-energizing. So it's, I mean, I feel it. I definitely feel it. I don't necessarily feel like I need to make like massive changes for fall. Mm -hmm. But I feel like the door is open for new
0: things. See, I always have this feeling of a a new um, time. It's fall. It's new. It's fresh. It's a fresh start. And those excited feelings come to me where I feel okay. This is the now is the time to prepare for the big rush. And in, in our industry, the big rush is the cup rush or the the shows and the gifts and the Christmas orders and all the customs that come our way. So I always know that my benchmark is as soon as the kids start going back to school, that is probably the time where you want to start getting ready for all of this Christmas and fall stuff to start rolling in real quick. So I know that that's the change in the tide, but it's also shit's going to get really fast here in a second. And if you don't prepare, it's just going to, rush over you like a tidal wave. Yeah. So you have to prepare. Um, since taking a different route with the business and not so much focusing on customs and getting those orders out and stuff like that, now it's more supplying supplying the materials for those people who make those those cups and um, the art, so on and so forth. It is a different kind of machine that it, that we're running with. Now, I feel like excitement, but at the same time, a very nervous energy where it's shit or get off the pot because it's go time. And so it's a, it's a nervous feeling that I get. Like I should be doing more than I'm doing. Do
1: you get that feeling? I do. I do. And it's because I'm fucking terrible at planning ahead. So I'm, I live so much in the moment for my own sanity that by the time i'm ready for holiday themed items for our customer base that holiday is like it's too late like i remember Mm. that i i had stars and like red white and blue and like all of this really fun stuff for fourth of july on the third of july like i'm like oh yeah i need to like remind people that i have this stuff available it's too fucking late heather like you you missed that one next year (laughs) right So I'm trying to do better about like planning that stuff ahead of time so that I can help be inspiring to our customers in their creative endeavors to utilize the things that they maybe already have on hand to get Mm -hmm. themselves the extra income during the holiday season. Like it's, it's, I'm trying to do the thing so they can do the thing. (laughs) Right. And I have to be careful and not go too far ahead of myself or I get overwhelmed with I'm so far over here trying to make this happen that I'm forgetting the right now, and that's just because of how my brain works. So I really have to really. Does that give
0: you more anxiety though? Like, don't you get more anxiety when you don't plan? No, it gives me anxiety when I do plan. Scott has has literally beat it into me. we need a plan, we need a plan, every day, oh my gosh, he, for years, he would come up to me, even when we weren't running the business, his famous, it it was not good morning, his famous greeting was, what's the P.O.D., what is plan of the day, what is the P.O.D., what's the P.O.D., And it used to piss me off because I was like, dude, can I just get a cup of coffee before you start berating me with, with the POD and wanting to like, calm down. It'll get done. Cause I was a plan as we go. Like if this happens, we'll roll with it. If it doesn't happen, then it doesn't happen. It's no, but Scott wanted to know what the plan was for the next day, for the next week, for the next month, what was the forecast? Because if not, he knew it was going to eat me alive if I didn't have that plan set in place. And so for years, we would get in fights because he would come to me and want the POD. And if I brushed him off or if I was looking at my phone or if I wasn't paying attention to him or I ignored him or ran away from him, whatever, he would come to me that night. What's the POD for the morning? Because I know you don't like talking about it in the morning. So let's talk about it the night before. And I'm like, I'm too fucking tired. I don't want to talk about it. No. No. Finally, after 13 years, I'm just now realizing POD is my wusa.
1: Girl, I wish. So Dan's the same way. Dan likes to know, like, what are you going to do about this? Or, you know, what's your plan for this? And I'm like, I don't know. And don't know. for me, I if I make the plans and something happens to where I can't, finish the plan Mm -hmm. I spiral hardcore so for me it's easier to just do things on a whim as I'm inspired by them which does I am not saying that that's the right way to be by any means it's terrible it doesn't work it's it makes everything disorganized and it makes you have anxiety but I have struggled the most with veering from that Mm -hmm. if I just say okay I want to do something for Christmas that's probably going to consist of things that I can physically already have around me to do that. Like if I have to start thinking about new product or things that need to come in that are new, then, then I start getting overwhelmed because I have so much that's in front of me already. And I've always wanted to be able to utilize the things that I have around me rather than put something new on top of it in in my regular lifestyle. You know, like I'm not going to, just bring a new thing into this. I'm going to use what I have. So I that's trickled over into my business. And it can be detrimental because it means that I'm three steps behind when it comes to things like that. I, I'm Yeah, I, I think
0: people don't realize how it's almost like juggling. Okay, today I'm going to be creative or today I'm going to be inspired or today I'm going to forecast what I'm going to bring to my store. And when it can be very overwhelming um
1: absolutely creativity doesn't have a switch no inspiration doesn't have a switch you don't get to decide and we get creative and we get inspired at the most inconvenient fucking time ever like it's Mm. three o'clock in the morning when you can't do shit about it I'm going to do this, grab your
0: phone and write it down on a list. Yes. Because, because I'm going to get to that
1: list because I want to remember, cause in this moment I'm inspired, but come the following day, you go about your day and you never look at that list or you do look at that list and you're not as excited about that thing that was cool at 3am anymore. Like it's like this perpetual finding that, that flow, you know, you have to find that mm-hmm. flow that works for you personally in your business. And so if you get really excited about bringing in five new products a month, because that just, that really gets you going, do that. But if mm. you're more excited by picking three colors off the wall at blindly, like the Goodwill challenge, pick three colors off the wall and force yourself to make something with those three colors when you don't get to see them, you know, close your eyes and pick, go for it, do that. Like you it's finding that balance of where you find your inspiration which yeah, is fucking hard. I
0: it, 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 it really is because I feel like I go through these waves of motivation where I'm very motivated and I'm very inspired and everything around me is inspiring and I'm I'm an eager beaver and I want to do this this and this and the picture is so clear but then the next day comes and it's like er uh-huh er, like, what, what was I, where's that train of thought again? Right. What what was I thinking? Why? Huh? And then fuck it, you know, and then you just go on and you waste your day. Yes. (laughs) That's kind of how, how it is for me.
1: But that's why we get excited by fall because fall is a time of execution. Like you fall is that time where it cools off enough for you to not be overwhelmed by the heat outside to get out and do the things with nature that are inspiring to you. Like everything that we do as creatives, we pull from somewhere. It's something Mm. we've seen somewhere that triggered that creative flow and that inspiration. And if you're indoors all day staring at the same shit that you stare at every single day, you're never going to find that inspiration. What you're going to find is comparison you're going to see things that other people are doing and you're going to compare yourself. Why can't I complete a task like that? Or why can't I be that organized? Or why can't I create things that are that pretty? Because that's all you're seeing is other people that are accomplishing these things that you know, you're not doing. Once the weather cools off and it starts to be fall, like we get outside more. We sit around campfires. Like we've built a fire outside and we sit outside and we visit more and we have barbecues and we do things that are just too hard to do in the middle of summer and once i get my ass outdoors i am ready for everything breathing the fresh air and like the leaves are falling i can smell the change in the air i want to go make something i want to go mm. make something right fucking now the fall colors like orange and brown and green and all that like i'm not a thanksgiving fall color kind of person i'm talking jewel tones the maroons and the teals and the, the dark emerald greens and the rich golds, like that's inspiring to me. That's what I'm drawn to. So it opens up everything, even business wise, because you're inspired by everything that's going on around you again. You know that? Right. And the
0: people sharing their, their excitement gets you excited because mm-hmm. they're ready for something fresh. They they're done with summer they're done with the hanging around the house and they're mm-hmm. ready for those 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 fresh new fall things that are coming down the line like like I don't know about you but I'm a big fall tv lineup person <laughs> I get really excited when it. fall tv comes back or football comes back or mm-hmm. if um it just just having the routine and the rhythm of things scheduling everything goes back to normal and the the looking forward to the holidays. I feel like we've been talking about a lot of different things. This is just kind of a, just wind down of just the, the, the laziness of summer and then the rush back to fall. And we're kind of in this limbo, like this, this, this transaction. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. This transition period. We need to know where we're going. Mm -hmm. So, um, me now a fully um fully pod kind of person and you know i think i don't know if the over planning is what drives me insane or it's the not planning that drives me insane i need to find my middle my middle ground because there's nothing worse than having a plan and not executing it and then doing nothing about it right. that gets me frustrated yeah it's just the list that never gets accomplished
1: same same and that's i'm on that borderline too where it's like i know that i need to be better about planning ahead and setting things out and being organized. And I have been, so I've been really proud of myself on that aspect. Like I like the results that I'm seeing from what I'm doing, but I'm afraid to take that next step. I'm I'm trepidatious in taking that next step into really fully committing to changing everything around. And I've done that up until this point where I'm just like head first, like jump and learn to fly on the way down kind of thing. Like I've never worried about things it's like we either we fail or we don't we figure it out along the Mm -hmm. way but when it comes to planning things specifically for the business like I get held up I get totally held up so setting those like expectations of yourself because it's the only expectations we should be trying to meet are the ones that we set upon ourselves is it's the biggest battle but also the most reward if that makes sense Mm -hmm. like knowing what your day could consist of if you actually planned your day out and executed it (laughs) didn't just Mm -hmm. write it down never to look at it again huge I mean it's huge and committing
0: to the plan yeah following it through yeah right
1: and
0: and I get that too because like if you have like a long-term plan, like say something for the business, I long-term plan to, um, I don't know, uh, rebrand a certain, certain part of the business or if, if I want to bring in another piece of the business um, and change it or start to introduce, like for example, I want to have um, curated vinyl. Mm-hmm. And just a just a section of vinyl because there's so many amazing artists that are out there. And I would love to showcase their vinyl or their artwork on vinyl to have them put on cuffs. But just getting the energy to launch something so big seems right. so daunting. It you does. Know? Yeah. To where it just never gets off the ground. And I feel like I've passed up so many great ideas and opportunities to do something great that would grow the business only because I get so overwhelmed by the work and the, 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 um, the moving parts Mm -hmm. and having to commit to it on a daily basis. And what if I can't do it on this day? Or what if, what if my plan changes, you know, all of these obstacles come at me first and I talk myself out of it. And I forget that it was a good idea to even begin with.
1: Yes. Same. Same. So I guess as far as fall goals are concerned, we need to commit to stop talking ourselves out of good ideas. If something crosses your mind and you're like, this could be really cool, then do it. Yeah. Just Just do it. it. So we get lazy, get lazy. And I mean, I said the same thing to Dan, like I got lazy. And I don't wanna be lazy anymore. Like I wanna be, I wanna feel like when somebody is when someone in my family that I care about is talking about me and who I am and what I do, like I want them to have a laundry list of cool shit that I've accomplished. I don't want them to be mm-hmm. like, She works really hard, but I have no idea what she does. Mm-hmm. Like I, I wanna do these things that are substantial, that have meaning. But again, I talk myself out of it. I don't have the energy for that. I don't have the time for that. I don't have the money for that. Like I have all of these different mm-hmm. reasons why I can't do them, none of which are valid. None of which are valid. we so talk ways ourselves to out of doing of things. Yeah. I mean, I, pff, shit, I do it all the time. I wanted to open up the storefront so that I could incorporate things that didn't make sense online things that just don't make sense to sell online, but I wanted to be creative and I wanted to be able to make things and be creative myself and offer those to our local customers. And I've been able to do that and it's been super rewarding, but it was fucking scary at first because I'm like, oh, what if they don't like what I do? Like, what if they think it's trash? And it, that hasn't been the reception at all. Like, the reception has been great. People are wanting to buy my art off the walls. Stuff that I had no intention of selling. I'm like, oh, you want to buy that? Cool. You can buy that? Like, yeah.
0: <laughs> okay. uh, I mean, you can, like, have it, but I mean. <laughs> I, I try to
1: give stuff away. Like.
0: I know. That's the way I am, too. Because, like, sometimes I'll make a cup or something on a live or whatever. Or I'll make a geode piece or just something. Mm -hmm. And I, I make all these things and I don't know what to do with them. So I was thinking too, what if I had just like a little, like a tiny little set, like a shop within the website that if somebody saw something from a live and I could, um, reference that live or reference the, the bundle or the materials that I was working with. And it made this, it made this cup right here, you know, like, I don't know, something like that. And I could just direct them to the site and be like, if you like this, go get it on the site. But I felt so cheesy saying that because I feel like, okay, I'm, are you a cup maker or are you a cup materials dealer? You know, like, what both. are you here?
1: You're both. And people do want to just purchase the things that they see us making. And I think that as, as we started doing these businesses, we forgot that. We forgot that part of it that, and we need to remember that part of it. Like I need to remember that part of it. I need to remember that when someone sees something that I make and, and they, they want to own that because they're drawn to it and they think it's pretty and they love it. I need to let that be okay. Instead of just being like, Mm. no, I can't sell this because like I wasn't planning, I was I didn't make it with the intention of selling it. So it's not perfect. So I can't, I can't sell it.
0: That's the word, the perfect. It's not white. It's not perfect it has to be feather bear perfection or enemo perfection if yeah. they're going to buy something that i created it's got to be flawless. like it was f- flawless and there's made... no such thing. yeah like <laughs> hello it's because i hear people all the time saying okay all you big name people y'all need to be putting out flawless cups flawless cups And if I made something for a demo or I made something just for a live, a quick show, and somebody really liked it, I have turned down people who or just ignored in general where they're like, I really want that. If you're selling it, Oh, it's not for sale because I don't like it. You know, like, because
1: I didn't do it start to finish meticulously. Like I would, if it were a commissioned piece, I didn't i didn't do it that way i did it quickly on a live to show a technique or to show a process or to show a color or to answer a question and it, it i never intended for it to be a sold item therefore it doesn't meet my qualifications of what i want to put my name on to sell mm-hmm. however if I did that exact thing and I took that commission and I made the item start to finish with the intention of selling it, because I'm going to put my name on it and it needs to be perfect. It would still have flaws because we're human.
0: Yeah. It's it's, it's a
1: handmade item. I mean, it's not going to be and... bullshit garbage because we are OG. <laughs> we do know, like, we do know how to do it. The thing start to finish. Like we do know what's, what epoxy should look like when it's, finished and how the rims should be finished and it's not going to have a big bubble ass on it like we know better however there's going to be a raised fleck of glitter somewhere on there I guarantee it because that shit happens when you least expect it there's going to be a vinyl that has a crease in it like there's all these things that are going to happen that they're bound to happen and we pick it apart because we should know better and we miss the opportunity to share what we create with people because of it
0: so it's kind of like we need to learn to accept, like when people tell us, you need to learn how to take a compliment. Learn how to learn how to appreciate your art and that somebody else sees the beauty in it. It's okay. It's mm-hmm. okay if it's not perfect. And I always lead with, well, okay, because I rarely ever do I charge unless it's a start to finish perfect. I took the time and the creativity and uh-huh. it wasn't just like showing an example or a demo. Um, but sometimes I have just given them away because I just, they appreciated it so much that I couldn't, it wasn't a for sale cup. It right. was, if you love it here, you can have it. You
1: can have it. Yep. Same Yeah.
0: Thing? Cause what am I going to do with it? It's just going to sit on, sit on a wall or yep. collect dust or something. But yeah, I totally get it. So all right. I think we've talked about just just about every little thing that we could talk about. I don't know.
1: This is a, What are you going to be for contest. Halloween?
0: What am I going to be for Halloween? Yeah. A witch. Duh. Every year a witch? Every year. Every year. <laughs> That's every a year it's a witch. I don't like shit on my face. So I can't do face paint because I I scratch or I touch or I fix my eyelash or su- I touch my face too much um so I can't I can't do face paint and my kids can't do face paint either because they'll fall asleep and they'll lean up against something or face paint so no I know I sound like a neurotic no it's case. okay I
1: get it <laughs> I understand I do face- but- I don't do face paint though I have pigmented makeup in every color and I actually do like a full ass foundation and
0: I have, like,
1: mm. seals that go on. Like, it, it's a whole process. Like, it's hard to get off. But,
0: yeah. I see. I see. See, I've I've only known, like, the, the waxy shit that no, no. it's, like, lipstick that goes I, off. No. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I could totally see where, like, like if you airbrushed it on your face oh, yeah. and then you sealed it. Now, I've seen – have you seen that one YouTube of that girl who's, like, a lizard? She turns herself into a lizard? I probably – Okay. Oh my gosh. See, I could get down with like some really cool makeup like that, but it would have to be professionally done where right. it's not gonna rub off on somebody, you know, if they rub up against me or something, or if I scratch my face or yeah, something like that. But that
1: makes sense. If
0: I if I could be anything, if I could be anything, I think I would be, you know what I would wanna be? Like one of those those full body like mystique Mm -hmm. like full on (laughs) uh, top to bottom top to bottom glitter done covered in rhinestones rhinestones, like naked but not naked you know what i mean like oh yeah i'm a whole walking costume like i love that yeah i would i I would go all out who are you gonna be
1: i'm gonna be a secretary bird Google it. (laughs) A secretary bird.
0: Okay, let's see. They're beautiful.
1: Secretary bird. And they kill snakes. Oh, secretary. Yeah. Bird.
0: I thought, I was thinking of like a bird sitting behind a desk with a typewriter. Ballad. Secretary bird. Oh interesting
1: i'm excited
0: they're my favorite so okay we're i see and so this is um they're from africa and they are very let me see if i can show y'all they're very like very uh, diva ish looking. Yes. And I see them. And I'm going to do the lashes. Out. And yes. Oh my God. So okay. I have. This one looks like it has high heels on.
1: Okay. So that picture right <laughs> there, that's my inspiration yeah. picture. I have thigh high white boots. I'm going to wear black leather leggings. I have a white sweater that hangs off my shoulder that's a fluffy material. I'm going to put a bunch of hair sticks in my hair for like its little feathers that stick out. And I'm going to mm-hmm. do orange big orange face makeup over my eyes with big lashes.
0: Are you a bird person?
1: Fuck yeah, I am. I was a crow last year.
0: You're a bird person. Okay. And I, I was an
1: Amazon parrot once upon a time. I think I
0: saw that picture. Yeah.
1: I Did painted my whole from face from like face? an Amazon. Yeah. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Um I have a deep fear of birds.
1: That's unfortunate. I know, because... Feather bear. Is, like, where do you like, think the feather
0: stuff comes from? Like, i See, I was thinking that you just liked feathers. Oh. See, I have a peacock on my, whole... my... I have a peacock on my shoulder, but I don't... I don't like birds. I would never want to pet a peacock.
1: Oh, I want to hug one so bad.
0: I, I had an encounter with a peacock one time. For me? I thought... I didn't know it was a real peacock. I... Who would have thought that they would just let a peacock run around the restaurant? And I sat right next to it, and it turned its head slowly and looked at me. (gasps) And I I think that's when I realized my fear. (laughs) It came to life. (laughs) I mean, it was perched on this like credenza, and it was just like minding its damn business, and it's sitting there. And I'm walking with my barbecue sandwich, and I go and I plop down right next to it. And it just looked, turned its head very slowly, and just stared right at me. And Scott was like, "That's a real peacock." And I, was I like, love that. I was frozen. I didn't know what this thing was going to do. And he's like, "I've heard they're kind of mean and aggressive." So, and that that peacock knew that it was going to kick my ass. So yeah. I did not. I. Slowly about the table, and I went on. I picked another table, but there was no warning. They would just let this peacock w- walk around.
1: I understand. I get it. the The fear of birds, like birds, aren't for everybody. Like I have a parrot, I have, cock- I have a cockatoo, not a cockatiel, a cockatoo. I've always had birds. <laughs> I, I love them, but I'm fucking terrified of bullfrogs. So, mm-mm.
0: oh my Girl. god! No,
1: no, no, no. I will
0: pick those things up and.
1: And Yay. I'm southern too, so like.
0: Oh, yeah. No, I'm a. I told you I'm a lizard person. I like lizards and frogs and bugs and all kinds of stuff.
1: I can do lizards, even spiders. No, can't do spiders. But bullfrog, I'll take a spider over a bullfrog any day of the week. I'm fucking terrified of them. No joke.
0: I don't do roaches. No roaches. I
1: remember that. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Mm.
1: Little hissers but in your woods, you can skate on the roaches there. Like we don't have those here. The ficus roaches yep. or
0: the the Big ol- yeah.
1: yeah. Yeah. No, we don't have those here. The tree. <sighs> no. Blah. So, no
0: camping. No camping. I can imagine um, camping
1: that would be hilarious.
0: Everyone thinks I'm this big priss. They, they really do. But
1: I mean, I think like, I can see that. Though I can see you like camping, but you would have you have this like princess tent that's around you with like absolutely. Yeah, I, like a I won't have a tent. There's, no tent. And, There's and, an RV. Yeah, air conditioning. An RV.
0: Wi Fi. An air conditioning. Yeah. Wi Fi. My fan. I gotta have fans. Yeah. You
1: I'll know. just sleep right in the dirt.
0: It's like Mariah Carey camping. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah. So,
0: if you can imagine that. Oh, I can I'm imagine.
1: A, I can imagine. If I'm a big diva when it comes to camping. Yeah. <laughs> um,
0: all right. Well, it's been an interesting podcast. We just rambled. Yeah. Next week we will come back full. We so we've had um a, quite a bit of requests for special guests to be on our podcast. Yeah. We have to start inviting people on and then we'll come up with uh, ways to roast them or put them in the hot seat and, 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 and ask them very interesting questions,
1: deep questions, get to the deep, Deep or, or we, we have somebody come on that thinks they can roast us. Oh, that would be even better. Yeah. That'd
0: be even better. Because
1: there's plenty of material between the two of us, but I'm here for it. I can take them. Yeah, same. <laughs> <laughs> so if you think you have the balls, if you think you can come on here and you yeah. can actually do a valid roast, like let's talk about that.
0: Yeah. What is that? Um, A battle. Well, let's have a battle. Like yeah, a roast. <laughs> yeah. That'd be fun. It would be um, But they got to be able to take it just like they, they if they're going to dish it. They're going to be able to take it. Yes. Roll with the punches. Yeah. Because yeah. it's all in good fun. It is, it is. Well, I hope everybody enjoyed this podcast, even though it was a bunch of just kind of wind down, just letting loose, talking, uh, getting inside of our brain. This is actually what goes on in our brain. Not a whole lot of, you know, exciting things. It's really just one thought trailed after the other and planning and how to work around and just being our own cheerleader sometimes. Um that that's mainly what it is. I hope everybody is excited for fall because this is a brand new season. And I hope I know some people are pretty bummed out that summer's over. I am excited that summer's over because summer was—it's a small time where I can be lazy. But now it's time to get my butt in gear. No more lazy. Probably same for you too. No more lazy. All right, guys. You can find us on. Spotify, Apple Podcast. If you want to see the live version, go to YouTube. Or are you putting on YouTube your your YouTube too? I tube. will.
1: I can't figure out how to do it from like your YouTube video. Like I, I, need the raw, like the MP4 or whatever. I need that to be sent to me so that I can upload it to my YouTube.
0: But okay, you, I'll go ahead and I'll get Scott to get with you on that one just yeah, so that way I need to do that. You can pick apart some. Um, some little clips here and there, and throw them up on your, your, uh, your platforms.
1: Yeah. Yeah. All right. It'll be good because I'm coming from both sides.
0: Well, I hope you had some fun with us. We'll see you back next Monday night, and until then, like, subscribe, leave us a comment, leave us some questions. We like to answer questions. So. Definitely. All right, guys. Have a good one. Bye. Bye.